Bang. What's up? What if we asked you your favorite Sherman Ledford story? You got one? Well, I think uh, we all heard um, this one, but... I mean, my favorite story is just like when he was talking about uh, Gene Bell. <laughs> well, we can't tell it's that one again. Yeah, I know. Favorite, I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, it's, it's just so the way, fucking sick. Yeah. It's just the way he gets excited about it, dude. He's like, man, I was looking at Gene's legs and I was like, yeah. oh, my God. All right. you know, he put up his arm at 8. What about a What about a Joe Cap story? You got any stupid shit I've ever done? Well, um, probably the most memorable one was in 2015 i think when we were gonna um i think cody's first meet and then i saw you rip your bench shirt <laughs> yeah. yeah you know i All mean right. that was pretty memorable um i mean <laughs> i loved our trip i think it was what 2017 in check i mean yeah, we literally, yeah, yeah we literally spent every moment together so that was like really special for me because you know, usually when I go to Worlds and stuff, it's we splashed hardcore everywhere. Yeah, so in the hotel room, yeah, <laughs> and had to change the bed sheets. <laughs> I mean, we're recording right now. We could just start it with that. Oh shit! Oh, okay. <laughs> oh we're shit! We're recording. All right. All right. No, no, that was the game plan. Okay. No, I just, I just, you know, we just started right there. <laughs> What's your favorite Joe Cap story? Yeah. I, I was told. I was few. told by Doctor Laney that. uh the stories that I have are really entertaining, and we should do like a story time segment. A story time, <laughs> yeah. yeah just when I come, time. I come up with some fucking obscure story from something we did at a meet or something like that. But <laughs> we'll we'll do that later. Everybody loved us shitting on Bill Helmick, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody, to the Spicy PL Podcast. This is episode thirty-one. We have live in the flesh. Mr. James Vang. What's going on, everybody? With your typical crew of James Peachy Marcotte. What and up? And Mr. Big Joe Capolino. Yo. What's going on? So we'll mention, as you may know, our headline sponsor, as you can see now. And on our shirts. Nice banner. <laughs> on this shirts. was by mistake. But I missed the memo, but NUPL. Yeah, it's a great crew neck sweater. Um, and I have one. But we're sponsored by Quest Nutrition and, and Athletics. Thank you very much for providing us with supplements, gear, equipment, just supporting the podcast. Yeah, we're getting a wrap roller coming in. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, yep. we need one of those. They got yeah. some wrap rollers. They got Inzer gear. They got gym equipment. They got bands. They got and obviously they stuff. got hardcore yeah, supplements. And uh, luckily, Sherman let Vang come and visit us this weekend because apparently Vang has noticed he's been shipping out a lot of hardcore. So. Um, yeah, thank thanks you. to the listeners yeah. for uh, supporting our sponsor and honestly, just one of the best companies out there. So shout out to you guys and keep drinking your hardcore. Yeah, appreciate that. You know, especially like every day I look forward to like packing up Quest Nutrition stuff. So appreciate you guys for listening. Yeah, and, Vang, uh, Vang's trying to make stuff. some money too, man. Yeah, keep man. Vang employed, man. He's hustling. Vang's crushing it. Hustling, coaching, working for Quest. Doing body work. Yeah, what you what you been up to, Ben? You're in you're in it, uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. So um, I I graduated uh, massage school in 2020, and uh, the goal was to move down to Atlanta, um, get my business up and running. So I'm gonna, I'm massaging, I'm coaching, and then uh, work with Sherman Ledford and try to get Quest Nutrition uh, back up. So everything's been going pretty smooth and. Uh, Again, you know, appreciate all the listeners for helping uh, make that possible. Yeah, this kid's got like little monkey hands. Listen, man, Vang's business has been booming since he got here last night. We've all gotten body work already. (laughs) And uh, I've gotten body work from Vang a lot. If you're in the Atlanta area, shoot Vang a DM at Mong Powerlifter because he will do a house call. And honestly, you will be feeling great when he's done with you. This is a powerlifter who knows what you need, not some, you know, massage mv employee so hit vang up man the body work is insane yes yeah Yeah, it's crazy he rolled up with the massage he brought yeah he checked (laughs) in his massage table on the plane yeah he knew we're fucked up (laughs) so we got the massage table (laughs) set up upstairs and vang is a real deal bringing that massage table from atlanta to boston it's not small so hey i'm a man of my word right (laughs) i mean Give me the real deal, uh, cupping. I know, like you cup, you did cupping on me, but you did massage stuff too. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I've had cupping done a couple different times in the past by different people, and sometimes it 
it does something. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I don't know, like maybe just a, a normal massage is the same or the, like better. Like, wh- how do you do cupping and like, you know, what's your beliefs there? And like, how do, how do you how do you think it is uh, applicable for powerlifters? So um, when I think about just any tools, you know, not not just cupping, because I have like Graston or instrumented uh, tools as well. I usually spend like a good couple of months messing with my own body. That way I kind of know from firsthand how the cups work on myself, on how it transfers over to like my lifts. And then I kind of take it a little extreme sometimes where I do too much to see if it makes me weaker. And if it makes me weaker, then I have like a good uh, set line on how far I can go based off of if someone's competing, someone's off season, someone's lifting really heavy, a bodybuilder or an athlete. And uh, I have a good idea of what they need with the tools. Because I feel like, you know, with with tools and uh, body work, you have to be very um, individualized. So you have to understand people from a very uh, almost personal perspective. That's why, like, a lot of lifters tend to do a lot better with my work because I'm a power lifter. So if you want to be at the level that I guess I compete at, now I, I understand that, you know, people... Some people are higher level or lower level or whatever. But the idea is if the body work works for me, there's a good chance it's going to work for any power. Yeah, we fuck ourselves up on the regular. Absolutely. (laughs) I noticed that you use some like techniques, like some people, they just put the cups on, but you put them on and you get a certain pressure and you move them around a little bit. You break up the fascia. Like if someone was to go somewhere and get cupping, like, how would you differentiate someone that knows what they're doing versus someone that doesn't? Like, what's wh- like, what should someone be looking out for when they try to go get cupping? So, you know, as a body worker, and uh, I feel like a lot of people may be like this too, maybe just not understand it, but it's like a, it's like an energy thing, you know, like where, uh, because cups are technically traditional Chinese medicine, so there's like a lot of energy and philosophy involved with that. But uh, I feel like when you put on a cup um, and you work the muscles, you kind of, you know, and knowing how the cup works on myself, I feel like it kind of guides you to to move or to work the cups on certain muscles a certain way. I know that Damn. that might be like That's a little complicated. Level shit. Yeah. Bang. That's crazy. I was just like, yeah, if, if they move it around, it's no, good. No, Bang's super, yeah. super spiritual, man. He yeah, senses <laughs> how fucked up you are. He's, he can feel your problems and he yeah. literally he's like magic bro i'll never forget i had i had elbow pain in and 2017 in czech republic level. and we were in the room and bang just like snapped my elbow back into place <laughs> it was insane i bombed the bench anyway yeah. but that was my fault <laughs> but bang like legit like fixed my dislocated elbow like it was yeah. crazy see That's i felt it. terrible about that too because no I felt it's like- fine you you fixed my right elbow and my left elbow was the one I couldn't lock out. So maybe oh, I should have had you adjust both. Because I felt bad <laughs> because I was thinking, like, maybe we were too close to the meat for you to feel too good. You know? Yeah, it was like the night before. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I tell people all the time, like, you know, if you're going to compete very soon and you don't have at least three or four days to recover from, like, all yeah. of the scar tissue that I break down, then some people might be too loose. And then they feel it's, – it's, like, more of a mental thing for, yeah. for most people. Yeah, you don't want to be too loose. And then also, like, you don't want to be sore because, like, sometimes if you – do some work you can be sore too yep so. yeah yeah you should definitely work on joe's left elbow because that shit ain't fucking locking <laughs> it never locks out <laughs> yeah joe's gonna lift. oh he up. already worked on both my elbows <laughs> oh good good joe are you lift you're lifting to me adaptive yeah. it, i i may be a future adaptive athlete man yeah i'm you fucked might up need it. no I'm fucked up <laughs> yeah um, but i i honestly though i generally feel like um you know with the cups um it kind of the tools kind of complete what a body work is supposed to be because when you massage someone you're kind of putting pressure uh down towards their body but the cups it does the exact opposite it's uh, it's almost like pulling so as a power lifter or bodybuilder and you're continuing to build strength and muscles um, and the fascia is pretty much going to like get stuck together some muscles like your erectors um and things like that they tend to get stuck together and i feel like if you're putting pressure on that area, you're only adding to it get being stuck. Mm-hmm. So if you can pull it apart, kind of like with the cups, and understand like how much someone can handle and at the same time how much they need based off of how tight their body is compared mm-hmm. to, 
I guess, the tightest person that I've ever worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, I can kind of have a good idea of what I need to do with the cups, how tight, how much pressure, where to pull it, how to pull it, and, you know, kind of what you need. So, I mean, I don't know. Whatever you're doing, man, I think I'm a believer. That's good. <laughs> I've had some people do cups on me, and I've been like, eh, you know, it was a, just give me a massage. But, like, yeah. I think I think you make a good point. It really depends on the person. They got to have the right vibe, too. Yeah. They got to yeah, feel the yeah, energy. They got to feel the energy. You got to feel it. Bang, <laughs> man. I want to I wanna run through our day a little bit for our listeners. Because um, okay. this afternoon, you know, Frank's from Georgia. And certain things aren't legalized in Georgia. Yeah. Just certain things aren't. So Vang wanted to peruse a little bit things that are legal <laughs> in Massachusetts. Yes. So, you know, we uh we made some purchases of some legal things for Vang and all of us to use. Yeah, At the yeah. store. What up, USAPL? Come get us. <laughs> Come get us. Come get us. Mm-hmm. Know if this is wise. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we're gonna talk about how many people popped in 2020 and how it's not enough. So they're mm-hmm. gonna come get us. Yeah, might as know. well knock on our door. Yeah. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> then uh, we went to the liquor store to get these tall boys, and I got I got flirted with by the cashier. She called me. <laughs> We were kind of in the hood, and she's like, Poppy, these beers for you? Yeah. So hey, hey Poppy. Now. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's go. I was like, whoa. But anyway, I'm getting so I'm bad. getting there. I'm getting there, Bow. I know Babel's like, what are you doing, bro? You're ruining nah, the pot. No, nah, no. Nah. I'm just like, what uh, are you getting So then to? we started training, and we'll, you know, Vang squad, and it was good. Well, you know, Vang's numbers, keep them to himself. But what I want to talk about on the pod is Vang's training in the bolt. Oh, yeah. yeah I bolt. mean, everybody wants bolt to hear action. about the bolt. Hey, so Vang tried the bolt for the first time. You know, I was setting it up. We did a lot today, okay? Yeah. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, maybe two and a half keys under the world record 66-kilo bench was loaded, and it yeah. kind of went flying, dude. Bang, yeah. what did you think of the bolt? Our listeners, one of the hottest topics of this pod is the yeah. fucking new bolt. Yeah. So give us a little, <laughs> give us a little review. So um, normally I wear, like, a, a 40 Rage X. Uh, I used to wear, like, a 38, but I think the 38 was a little too tight. But if I could describe it, I feel like the chest plate kind of feels like uh, in between the 38 and the 40. Um, what size rejects. do you actually have? Uh, I have a 42 bolt. Okay. So you sized up on the bolt. Yeah. So uh, luckily, um, Austin, I believe his name was, he had like a, a bolt that was too small. Um, and he, I think he's like a 198 or, or a, a 205 or something like that. So I went to Elite Iron uh, run by James Townsend. And uh, we put on the shirt, and the sleeves is a little too big. But I felt like the chest plate was just perfect. So I took it back to Sherman Ledford and kind of had him sew the sleeve so it fit a little bit better. And I can tell you, like, it's probably the best shirt I've ever been in um, in just terms of how it feels um, on how, you know, the way that I bench. Because I have a very high arch. Yeah. So if you're trying to use the bolt kind of tight and you don't have like a high arch, maybe the bolt might not be the best. Um, but then again, you have to try that for yourself, you know, but yeah. I could tell you that I have a very high arch. So the tightness of the shirt doesn't really affect me too much on the pecs. Um, but the arms, I feel like it's, it is a little weird angled. I think we were, we were talking yeah, about like the way we the were sleeves. talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. The sleeves are, um, but I think because, because it's a little bit, bigger for me i'm able to kind of pull the shirt down way low and that kind of fixed the arms a little bit i think for me and we literally went what 484 yeah 42 to, to a one board and it literally felt like something i could do close to like either a second attempt or almost even a first you know so i'm really looking forward to like working in the shirt a little bit more uh, there was some crackling and popping. Yeah, speaking of, I mean, that's the big yeah. concern with the bolts because the old ones, right? Joe's Joe's got, you know, war stories <laughs> about <laughs> eating shrapnel in a bolt. It was rough, man. It cost me an IPF medal. I'll never forgive the bolt completely. But yeah, James, he took out he took out um, like a like a two board, and he was bringing it down. He was about to touch it, and he heard a crinkling, and he kind of freaked out. Pressed it up. He's like, "You guys hear that?" Yeah. I was like, oh, like yeah, "Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, working yeah, in. It's just working yeah, in. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> normal shit." And I was like, "Well, if it's gonna rip, you know, just let it rip here." Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah goes, you're with the boys. This is good. Yeah. He goes for two twenty to the one board, and it starts crackling again. And he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, dude, I, I mean, yeah, I but it was lessening. It, it was, was lessening. Less. I think it's working in. 
And, uh, you know, Tiny Meeker is one of the guys who said this, our boy Tiny, getting ready for his show. Getting ready for the show. (laughs) (laughs) He said to work him in real slow. So, like, Vang was pretty aggressive day one going to a one board. But I think uh, the shirt will settle in and stretch out a little bit. Shout out out Sammy Sabok, Sabok Strong, Iron Saint Sabok. He said he worked his in slow. It stretched out a lot, and he's he's about touching now, and he's hitting PRs in the gym, and I think he's coming up on a USPA meet. He's a, he's a listener, so we yeah. give him a shout-out. What up, Sammy? Um, so I think if Vang does the same thing, it would be yeah. good. There's still no word back from the international channels yeah. on if it's completely legal or not, but I did say I did see Reyes Stin picked one up and mentioned it and did like – Two hundred fifty keys to one board. It was like, oh, I'm not. Sh-. Like, I think she was trolling. Like, oh, I'm not sure how I like it yet. Like, obviously, that's fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could tell you that I like it a lot. You know, as long as it doesn't rip. I mean, like, like what you guys were saying. You know, when we got to the last set, um, we did hear it less. So maybe just working in the shirt a little bit and having it stretch out yeah. um, is going to be a plus in the future. So I guess the best way to figure out if the bolt's going to work really good or not is to pay attention to my next meet. Yeah. Um, I mean, the When's goal, that at? When's that at, Bang? The next equip meet is probably going to be Open Nationals. Um, uh, do, for, do we know when that's going to be? <laughs> we heard some rumors. We I heard don't know. rumors. It's not official. We, yeah. we heard it's... Uh, we have some insiders on the EC. This is like 90, <laughs> you know, like 95. Not confirmed, right? This is always subject to change. Let's just say rumors. summer... Yeah, twenty twenty summer. summer. Yeah. And where, where do you think it's? Where do you think they're gonna be able to hold a meet right now? Where's everything happening? They're down where south, did they move man. the Olympia to? <laughs> because yeah. that's the only place you can get shit done. Where yeah. else? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's gotta be there. I think that's that's the target right now. Yeah, there should be some announcements soon. There'll somewhere be some around the end of quarter two, beginning of quarter three. Yeah, in the south. I don't think it's conf- yeah. there's nothing's confirmed, so this is just rumors, but. You might, you know. But let's just say maybe four or five months from now, um, there's a good chance I'm probably going to put up, like, a pretty big bench in the bolt. Let's go. Uh, and if everything goes well. And then if that continues to go well, I'll probably order another bolt, maybe the same size and kind of see how that, you know, how a brand new bolt feels like. Because the yeah. one that I bought was um, already put on. Oh, somebody people. used it. Yeah. yeah. That's good, though. That's good. Yeah, they broke yeah. it in a little bit for me, which is fine. Um but I'm expecting to maybe even break some world records. But, you know, that's big talk for me. So yeah. I have right. to wait. So Bang's a humble guy. So your size. Yeah, he's, all he's, we need to do is actually send back the bolts that yeah. we have to get sizes. Yo, you, that can have you can have your bolts. You can have your bolts. Yeah. We I'll have give them to you. We have our you bolts just back collecting. I'm yeah. keeping Collecting mine. dust. Keeping it? All right. Our bolts are just collecting dust. Me and Peachy both got 48s, right? Or yeah. 48s. I think it was 48 and they were too small. Way too small. Yeah. No, I think you guys got 46s. That's a problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. I don't think the 48 would fit my arms. I don't think the 48 no. would be big enough. My 56 for me barely fits, but I'm a crazy motherfucker. Like I'm gonna stretch it out. Put it on. Yeah. <laughs> so me and Peachy have tiny bolts that are collecting dust. So we're gonna either send them back or if you hey, want, if any of you, you guys want, want a 46 <laughs> bolt, hit yeah. us up. Brand new. Yeah. So full price, like, but couldn't even fit my fit my arm. But if if anybody wants it, they can DM me or Peachy, and we'll, yeah. I'll just I'll send it to you instead of mailing it back. But the thing's yeah. too tight for me. Definitely too tight for me too. I'd say if you were like a, a ninety three, maybe ninety three or yeah. eighty three. No, we have a fourth bolt. Maybe we should just give it to Vang. Oh a yeah, 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 yeah. We got oh, one that might fit you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we do. I got yeah. yeah we got 40? one for you. Or yeah. what's maybe it's a forty. Forty two. It might be a forty two. Might be a forty two. Yeah. Oh man, we don't have to mess with that. We'll look at it. We'll have to mess with that again. Anyway, that's the update on the bolt. Yeah, I know everybody's. You know eagerly awaiting for the news of is this thing even legal we're trying we're trying we're trying we're in constant communication with the people we gotta try harder but uh that that there's some mailing issues uh in the international to get it to the the technical committee person who's in south africa yeah so i mean this this pod is international business we're trying our best yeah yeah but regardless man i'm excited for it so i mean you guys saw it firsthand you know in your own gym so i mean it's looking up so yeah i mean like for once you know we joke about how all of our prs we have a, a, a pr board we call it the world record board it's like our personal world records or like because <laughs> we like kind of like said it sarcastically because like we we're like oh yeah everybody's setting world records in their home gym whatever like you know we just uh, any pr is a world record but like i think that might be the first time the actual world record weight was loaded up like yeah vang might have actually done a world record yeah, yeah. well <laughs> 
Like well, I said, I mean, oh, Luis dude. probably did like a hundred pounds over a world record too on board one day. We have an extra <laughs> bolt. Yeah. Bang! We have an extra bolt that's a size thirty-eight. It's a size thirty-eight. <laughs> oh, geez. It might be a little tight. We could fuck you up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you like I said, we could try it on, man. We could try it on seven. We're gonna train again. Yeah. Soon so anyway, I want to make sure we do this before you know we get too crazy with this pod. Is uh, you can notice I'm wearing this awesome bucket hat. Oh yeah, Mister Athletic mm-hmm. over everything gear. Yeah. Okay. Shout out Jason Mike. Yeah. World record holder in the raw bench press. Just an absolute fucking beast. Yeah. You know. How old is he? 43. I think he's 43. Old. I don't know how old he in is. In six months. If you now. ask him, he'll tell you when he turns 44, but I think he's 43 right now. And he still dunks. This guy is, he's <laughs> wow. classic, dude. Like, we, we like, didn't really know him from, from a hole in the wall. We just knew he had a crazy bench I had beef press. with him. Oh yeah, like I didn't wow. really know him. You you knew him and you had beef with him. We've probably told the story, right? Have we told the story in the pod? I feel like we have. But anyway, long tell story the, tell short, the story. is people can hear us tell three, the story four again. years ago, maybe even five years ago. Jay Mike came on the scene, and he's a good masters lifter. He's going to Master Worlds, and he was posting up a GoFundMe. And then there was a thread, and this is back when I was acting on Facebook. If you know me now, I don't log on to Facebook anymore, but. Um, Tina Tornado started a post. Shout out, Tina. She ain't listening to the pod, but whatever. Shout out. Um, she started a thread like, man, it's really upsetting to see all these GoFundMes. Like, be creative with your fundraising. Make some T-shirts, you know, do some coaching, something. But this is ridiculous. And so I posted, like, I'm okay with younger people doing the GoFundMes, sub-junior, junior lifters, you know, lifters in college. But grown-ass men shouldn't be putting up GoFundMes to go travel and like you know compete in their hobby so at the end of the day there's there's not like you look at ray williams or something like he i don't even think he would consider himself a professional powerlifter he's still a football coach yeah you know he he makes money off of powerlifting but not enough to support your family i don't know sbd money maybe 50 grand a year for the best lifter in the world yeah you can't support a family with children you know what i'm saying so there's not a lot of professional power if someone's making money off powerlifting professionally it's because they have businesses that are Intertwined yeah, yeah. with power, right? yeah. Steffi Mark Cohen, yeah. you know, people or, or Meg Squats. Meg Squats is killing it. Um, but at the end of the day, they're not the best powerlifters in the world. Either way, off topic. I said that. J. Mike came on and no, was like, "What did you say? You're like they shouldn't be uh, grown ass men shouldn't be putting up shouldn't be funding their hobbies for their hobbies." And so mm-hmm. he said, he like tagged me and was like, "I don't have hobbies, only obsessions." So I'm like, all right, that guy's pretty mad, right? But I didn't know. I never met J-Mac in person. So then I noticed on on his Instagram, his hashtag was, I don't have hobbies, only obsessions. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy has a heart on. Yo, he <laughs> might have thought, he was, he, yo, a light went off in his head. Yeah. And he was like, that would be a good t-shirt. But I think that stuck with him. Like, I, he, like I was his hater, and and, and the yeah. haters stick with yeah, you. you. Yeah, the chip. I'm a hater. Chip. You're the hater. Yeah. But I don't know. He might have already had, like, clothing line. Going. No, he didn't have clothing back. He then. was just doing GoFundMe. But now, if you look at this guy, he is a hell of an entrepreneur. Like his stuff is legit. Like you go on his website, he's got he's got like sandals, he's got bucket hats, he's got crew necks, he's got varsity t-shirts. varsity jackets. He's got he's got like a pretty sick t shirts, actually. Well, yeah, he's got great stuff. We'll get to that. So anyway, I'm like, damn, this guy really doesn't like me. But then J. Mike became like a world champion two times over, world record holder. And I was like, and I had to respect it. And I've said this before, even though I didn't like him, I was like, J. Mike is a super impressive dude. So then we go to Fort Collins and we went to Hibachi with the guys. And like, I was like, hey, let's mix it up with Greg. And so Greg sat with you guys and Kelsey. And I sat with Ian, Charlie Yang, um, Darrington Wright, and J. Mike. Yeah. What I didn't know is that they were all super stoned. So J. Mike, they were all acting mad weird to me, and I was like, what the fuck? And then finally Charlie was like, yeah, we're all super stoned, man, because we were coming to Hibachi. I was like, all right. But I was like, yo, J. Mike, we got to talk about this shit, man. And he's like, yeah, you would. You would. He's like, he basically was like, you would get in my face right now. But I was like, I, I asked him about his bench program, and I asked him if he, made, he started making I Don't Have Hobbies, Only Obsessions t-shirts, and I was like, did I inspire you? Like, just fucking my typical shit. Yeah, like, man. I... I'll start shit with somebody, but I'll be your friend too. Like if you're cool, right? Like I've never actually have hate for somebody. I don't give enough of a shit. So me and Mike hit me and J Mike hit it off, and it was great. 
And then like uh, I was like, well, you know, we hung out with J. Mike all weekend. We drank beers and we were like, yeah, man, we got to pick up some AOE clothing. He hit me up and was like, what do you want? And I was like, absolutely not, bro. I'm a paying customer. Yeah. We want to support J. Mike. So you ordered the I hate powerlifting t-shirt. Yeah, because I hate powerlifting. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously ordered the I don't have hobbies, only obsessions t-shirt. It's actually And sad. I love bucket hats. And you guys made fun, but when we're on the beach next summer, because we went to the beach a lot, I'm going to have this, and I'm paddleboarding my yeah, ass off. Yeah. I'm going to have my bucket hat on. Yeah, that's your aquatic hat. What I'm going to say about J-, J. Mike and his company, Mr. Athletic Over Everything, is that when we open the stuff, I know it's right away, this hat, the shirts we got, super high quality. Oh, yeah. Like, they weren't just like this. A lot of people in powerlifting, they'll just print some bougie-ass T-shirts. Yeah, you go on Squid Ink or whatever, and yeah, it's whack. Like the equipped excellence t shirts I make for nationals because I give them out. <laughs> well, those Listen, are just plain. Those they're are free. Just, they're free. Those, <laughs> those are just plain cotton. Those aren't bad. Those are plain cotton. They got decent. Yeah. You know, they're decent. They're they're good. You know, it's like it's. A I also give them out to the team. Yeah, no, like, they're, they're nice. Free. I'm yeah. not. I'm not throwing. Shots. I'm not selling. I'm, I'm not, not selling. No, I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm making fun of myself. I'm. I'm giving them away for the team yeah. because I'm trying to do a thing. But J Mike's quality. Is is super high. I, nice. I, like I'm I'm not I can't make this shit up. The quality of his product is super high for apparel, and everything he makes is he, he prints custom, so yeah. you can get custom stuff with your name on it. Whatever jackets, sweaters, for powerlifting. They'll I'm put your fucking I'm total. On I'm the impressed jacket. by his entrepreneurship. Like this guy, if you go on the website, like he's the model or his girl's the model. He's got like tags on the shirt. It's like a picture of him modeling. It's like this guy is like a one man show. Oh yeah, the tags were sick. Like he's got tags and stuff. Tags like, but also shout out to Jay Mike because he hooked us up with a pair of Lockjaw Pro collars. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna do that mm. for everybody, but but if you want some <laughs> collars, hit them up because they're sick they're, collars. They're, they're like magnetic. They're yeah, super strong. They're our best collars. Like he he hooked us up. Like we 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 he bought gave us more stuff. free shit than we than the value of the stuff. Yeah, he ordered. gave us sick lockjaw collars, which we actually could have used. Like we're oh, making we're great right use. Now. We're making great use of them. Do they do they and, weigh anything? They're yeah, pound, they're maybe. Yeah, that's maybe okay. a pound or two. But they're pretty yeah. sick because they're magnetic, so you can like throw them on the rack and like while you're changing weight. And then he threw in a rookie a, Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> a card. Ken Griffey Jr. Like, rookie card. Like this is sick. Like this is the shit that gets customers coming back. Like making it specialized. Like making it personal. Like making it unique. Like an experience. Like I like I remember like there's like other apparel companies that they they do similar things like Johnny Cupcake or whatever. Like. He 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 knows what he's doing. Like he just took care of us. Man. He's a I good was dude. Impressed. Also, was I've seen I've seen customers um, post about how he throws in extras. So yeah, we're not we're not sponsored by J Mike. J Mike didn't ask us to do this. Yeah, we just we're just super impressed with stuff. So check him out, Mister Athletic over everything. Check out his Instagram and his website. Um, and I think we are gonna have J Mike on the pod eventually because yeah. he is one funny motherfucker and he has some great <laughs> stories. And there's one specific story about a phone call with Ed Cohn. I think we just have to get on the pod for yeah, you guys to we, hear. We gotta get, we gotta <laughs> get it, and yeah, and and also like his whole debacle with the USPA. Like they, I think they had some like racist fucks. Like yeah, uh, like people yeah. like people in the USPA that were like just really out to get him. Like, yeah, we'll was, have the story we, told. Yeah, and and he and you know I'm glad he came to the USAPL, but um, great dude, and I, I'm excited. I hope we get him on. I think oh, he wants to be do on. It. We just gotta get on our. We shit. just gotta get him. We on. took a little hiatus from the pods because yeah. of the new year. We were kind of all away, and and then last weekend we decided to um, just give a go at Peachy's profession. You know, we didn't have time for a pod because we were gambling all weekend. No, we <laughs> were not, dude. That was Saturday. We normally could do I the know. pod on Sunday. We just been lazy. Yeah, we've been busy. We were away. We were we were we were in and out. We were yeah. in and out. Last hey. weekend we were lazy, but we got we got DMs from a lot of people like, "Where's the podcast? Where all the fuck's the pod? All you little <laughs> fiends out there, yeah, you couldn't so get your fix. Whoever, we're here. Whoever's <laughs> listening, hopefully you guys don't get mad that I'm the first pod of the year. Oh, oh no one's mad. Yeah. Oh, so you know, God, <laughs> bro, please. Just Dude. saying, yeah. Yo, so anyway, this man. the man Vang's in the house. Hey, Vang's coming. This Vang's is the first coming. pod of the year, so we wanted yeah. to do a little looking back on okay. 2020. One thing we want to look back on is drug testing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did do a, a pot of shame where we called some people out for popping. And honestly, I thought this would get crazy as the year went on. But, like, I'm really disappointed in the USAPL on this one. Five positive tests. That's it. That's it. Five? Maybe people are realizing, like, don't bring that shit around here. 
Go to the USPA. So. Or they're <laughs> no, I think them. there's gassers. There, I think there's a lot more than five what, people. Do you just think the shit. testers were slacking? I think probably because of coronavirus. There's not a lot of people competing. And there wasn't a lot of meats. There's not a lot of people competing. So uh, quick question, Joe. How many times did you get drug tested last year? In which year? 2020? 2020. Zero. I got tested five times. That I'll say this, Vang. I used to get tested five times a year. Yeah. And then you pass 30 tests. And they don't come around anymore. Yeah, I could do whatever the fuck I want, but my total isn't. I don't do anything impressive anymore. So I mean, I look at look at Joe, and then look at you. Well, yeah, I you guess, got abs and shit. You shredded man. and fuck. I guess my my <laughs> point my point being uh, by saying that I got drug tested five times is if they're gonna spend a majority of their time testing me over other people, there's a good chance it's not nothing. Well, they're not gonna find anything exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if yeah, you're gonna the, pick if I mean if you're gonna pick like let's say just like your best athletes that continue to pass drug tests over and over again, there's a good chance that you're probably not gonna catch anybody. Yeah. I mean we talked to Larry about this a little bit, like how do you pick? And like a lot of the times he did say like we don't test our known like athletes at the top as much. Like we do, but like a lot of the pops are like these newer, newer, lifters, newer lifters. Newer lifters. I'm surprised you got tested five yeah. times, man. You Kelsey gets tested too, a lot too. They shredded. Kelsey gets tested a shit ton, and it just seems like they have a hard on for some people, and like it just never goes away. Some some people they just have a hard on for. Like huh? if you're actually yeah. good at powerlifting, <laughs> yeah, if you're good, they make you pass the test. Strong, hey, yeah. Like, like if we asked Blaine hey, Sumner how many going. times he got a drug lot, tested, a lot. I'm sure it yeah. was a lot, a lot. Like yeah. I, said, I I personally don't mind the drug test. Like I said, if you want to keep my pee on your shelf. Come That's get what it. I always say. I come piss whenever. It. What's the problem yeah, with pissing? Yeah, I'll piss too. I piss a hundred times a day you, and just piss. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I mean like, maybe not, you know, next week, but I'll piss it sometime. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a valid membership this year yet. <laughs> yet. Bro, there, hey, man, I I'm got drug tested last year too, and I didn't have a membership. I'm you know? such trash that, like, there literally was a WADA agent here, and they tested, yeah. like, they tested like Kelsey, Cup, Kelsey. Kelsey, and Monet. Yeah, and they never came to you, get me. And I like yeah. lived three miles from Kelsey. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> and we were all going to Worlds. They, they don't give a shit. They <laughs> slammed the door, and you're running out with a cup of your pee. Hey, wait. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> my pee. Yeah, the the girl like, came nah, to Bay don't. State, tested Kelsey, and I was standing right there, and I was like, "You want some piss?" And she was like. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you forgot my pee. <laughs> Sometimes it's almost kind of sad, right? You know, Not like when you don't it. get drug tested. I'm, good I'm with just it. saying, you know. Whatever. It's always man. an honor to get drug tested. I tell people. Yeah, I got it drug tested honor. a couple times. It's always like I, I didn't like win. I'm like I'm like the like kind of yoked looking guy at the meet that like didn't do that great, but they just are trying to pop him. Yeah. They're like, this guy doesn't belong here. He's too jacked. They tried to pop Good me compliment. at the Arnold's and I fucking bombed out. Ooh. So I had to I had to take a test after I bombed. That, well, what's wow. the most disgraceful? Have we way ever to talked go? about a bomb yeah. pop on the pop? Yeah, I think that's probably the most disgraceful way to go. Like, what do you think are the worst pops of all time? Oh, it's got to be anytime you bomb pop. Bomb pop is pretty <laughs> pretty much the lowest of the. So lowest. I've seen bomb pops. <laughs> one memorable one was uh, in 2013 at IPF Worlds. There was the Egyptian team. And that this is interesting about IPF. It's so interesting because, like, sometimes there'll be years where, like, um, the IPFs always trying to get a team from a- teams from Africa, right? Yeah, they're trying because to they're some, underrepresented yeah, from certain continents. Trying to get some sick teams, some sick diversity. So, so you know, in 2013, it was the Egyptian team. It was their first year in any IPF Worlds. I know right now they're working with Iran a lot. So you saw the Iranian lifters in Dubai. Oh, they got and the best tr- quality oil. The Chinese lifters are. T- Oh, China is trying to get a team. You've never got, seen China at a meet, right? An yeah, IPF meet. Yeah, that's true. So they, I, I heard from Titan that that China made a huge gear order. Really? So mm, we might see Chinese lifters at some crazy. point, but you've mm. never seen Chinese lifters at IPF events before. Oh. But that some countries just don't have the program. Um, twenty thirteen, Egypt shows up. They literally buy their gear. At the Inzer and Titan had a table there. At the booth. At the booth. First time. <laughs> Basically, they're opening at their raw maxes in gear, yeah. smoking it, and then taking like 50 kilo jumps. It's some of the crazy shit I ever seen. That's where I met Ahmed Hassanin for the first time. Yeah, he was out. a badass and he had experience in gear. But even the way he lifted, he did like 70 keys, like 170 keys, put on his gear, did 350, and then opened at like uh, 950 yeah. or whatever, 430. Right, and he squatted uh, a thousand. Yeah, he's just a beast. Uh oh, 
Uh oh. GoPro. It's good. Deepen. I think it's I think it's good. No, it's off. It's, it's off. off. <laughs> All right, so anyway, let's pick up the story. So anyway. All right, where the fuck were we? Right, we were right. talking about Egypt and how they lifted. So like half of them bombed out because they just didn't have they at the time like Raw Worlds was like in its infancy. And so when they contacted the IPF to get a team going, they came to open worlds and lifted in gear and half of them bombed out. And there was this dude, I'm pretty sure his name was Ahmed Fami. And he looked like a fucking professional bodybuilder. And I'm pretty sure he did like Egyptian bodybuilding shows. He just looked fucking insane. But he missed every single lift he attempted. It was ridiculous. It was like Big Rami's little brother. Yeah, Ahmed Fami. <laughs> <laughs> so and you guys can look this up. The 2013 IPF Worlds in Stavanger, Norway. This guy bombed out. Like he didn't, I don't think he made a squat or a bench. And uh, he was fucking vascular. It was insane. Yeah. And uh, they they tested him anyway, just because he, he he, you know, because he looked like Big Rami. He looks fucking insane, so they tested him and he popped. So the bomb popped. That's when me and Luis, me and Luis called it. We were like, if they test him, he's fucking done. And we saw him going to the doping control area, Uh-oh. and we we're like, he's done. Bomb pop. And that's when we came up with that term. <laughs> bomb pop. And it's happened a little bit. Mm. It's happened a little bit Here in the history. There. Vang was talking about the Kazakhstan lifters. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Those dudes love gas. I think it was, I, I can't remember what year it was. It was like 2016 or 17. Um, I remember talking with one of the one of the ladies that made the team. And uh, the Kakistanian t- team was just like talking mad smack to the USA team because they were like doing so well that year. And yeah, their then, biceps are all fucking enormous. Yeah, and then they all got <laughs> drug tested and every single one of them popped at yeah. a world meet. So yeah. it's, al- it's, it's almost kind of hilarious when you think about like making fun of someone for being weak and then it turns out you wasn't even following the rules in the first yeah, place. But they don't know about it. They, don't they even probably didn't know. even know the rules. But Kagistan? the worst way to go is bomb pop. Yeah. I mean the absolute <laughs> worst way to go is if you like bomb the deadlift and then pop. Because oh, then my, you're yeah, a moron. Yeah. Bomb the deadlift. You're a moron yeah. two times over. You know? <laughs> you're a moron and like all right, there's there's three ways to bomb, but the worst way to bomb is the deadlift. For right? sure. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's many ways to pop, but the worst way to pop is probably after you bomb the deadlift. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know. I have to agree with that. Also, in meat is way more embarrassing than out of meat. Oh, yeah. Because, like, Kelly Branton, you know, they did the double, the double bang bang. So, like, he got, you know, he got got. See you later. The chess game is over. Sniped. Bye bye. (laughs) Put him behind bars. Shoot him in the head. But passing, uh, failing a drug test, you know, is coming. That's got to be fucking embarrassing. Yeah, it's yeah. like you had all the time in the world to to inject someone else's piss get, up your pee pee, or just to, <laughs> to get off to get off of to get off of whatever you were on. Do all that shit, all the time in the world. Everybody knew it was coming. To find a doppelganger to piss for you, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, all so, the time in the world to figure out how much to open on your deadlift. <laughs> now, so since we're just talking about like you know popping, what about the guy? Um, I think when USPA first opened up the drug tested um, yeah. division, and then there was a guy that competed at that first meet and popped. Oh my god! So and you have the choice that they should have. <laughs> they should have zero pops in USPA. I mean, just just tell me how dumb. Well, that how sounds. do you pop yeah. when Steve Goggins runs the goddamn drug testing? What do I know, man? Yeah. You tell me, man. Yeah. How the fuck you pop? You can let Steve Goggins pop you? That's a bad way to go. That's a bad way to go. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's like that Ronnie Coleman. Too. You know how Ronnie Coleman's too. a cop? It's like yeah. Ronnie Coleman arresting you for using steroids. That's yeah. what the, that's what that's like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's All the equivalent. Right, that, that's pretty bad too, then, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, you know. Again, this is the first pod of 2021. We're looking back on 2020. Yeah. Not enough not enough drug testing, I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, we've got to do our our public service of shaming the poppers, right? Yeah, I think there's the same as the last time we did it. Oh, is this, there's no new one? There's no new name. It's just all since we did that last time, there hasn't yeah, been one I new think person. It's the same people. Well, you know what it is? We shamed everybody and then they were like, fuck. Yeah, maybe I already cleaned up because yeah. of our pod. Yeah, yeah because of the it. pod. We're cleaning it up, powerlifting, yeah. one pod at a time. I think one of the one of the last segments we wanted to do as this is the first pod of 2021 was maybe all of us talk about what we think the most impressive lifts or lifter of the year was. So. Um, I mean, I I guess I can kind of start. I mean, yeah, I thought, let's see it. I thought New Douglas did pretty freaking good. I mean, he hit a 804 squat. He benched 507 for the first time, and I think he deadlifted like 733. 
Yeah. He hit like a 620 or 630 Wilkes. I like it. <laughs> I mean, in in my opinion, I felt like that was pretty impressive. Dude's a bad man. Yeah, dude, Newt Douglas. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that total here. That's a good one, Vang. I like it. I mm-hmm. like keep it single ply. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I hate to say it, Joe, but Blaine squat at the Arnold. Oh, I was thinking that, but that's a good yeah. one. I think yeah, Blaine squat at the Arnold was pretty crazy. People forget it because they got fucked out of their world records, but that's the most insane shit yeah. I've ever that seen. That entire me, I mean. That also, he buried me, it. He, yeah, it was, it was actually pretty deep. So, yeah. like. Blaine thought, would tell you himself he's had some borderline squats yeah, probably. But I thought that, that shit was crazy. That squat and, was really, really crazy. And you forget about it because it happened like at the Arnold, like when things were still happening. Did he also there. bench like a thousand he, there too? That no, was I don't he, know what he put up officially to me, but it was like um, nine thirty six or something like that. Because yeah. he did he did a four fifty five at the bench only in twenty nineteen. Yeah, that he didn't do a thousand in a full meet yet. He might, but Yeah. But, Regardless, um, man, that's still a crazy yeah, amount of weight. Blaine's lifting is it, probably up there. Seems like years ago, but it was it was in 2020. So yeah. I would say that for for single apply that, and maybe mm-hmm. Luis's uh, Luis's squat. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's just pure grit and guts. Yeah. Guts, yeah, most impressive lift I've ever seen. <laughs> he went down with it three times. Yeah. It's great. He like repped it out in the hole. Yeah, he yeah. Th- he got wow. no lifted with it, essentially 800. Uh, seven ninety nine. It was seven hundred pound idiot. squat. What did more? Seven hundred pound squat. Yeah. All right, seven hundred pound squat. Seven ninety nine. You got to round down. Seven hundred pound down, squat. Yeah. We round down here. But he went down with it and he bobbled it like on his descent because he like lost his balance. But then he stayed with it and like kept bobbling it. He actually hit depth. It might have been the, the judges old, said it was good on depth. It might have been the did. only squat of the meet that was actually at depth. And then he <laughs> smoked it up and like lifted it like completely. Like he he lifted the weight, but he got red lights because yeah. it was like an up and down on his descent. But he squatted it, so that was crazy too. Wow, what do you got, Peachy? Most impressive. Well, I was gonna say Blaine's five fifteen, but if I had to pick another one, just so it's not a repeat, I would say that Ashton Rushka uh, was the most impressive overall. Yeah, meet. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say that, but you know what? King of the Lifts said Ashton Rushka is the lifter of 2020, and fuck King of the Lifts. Fuck King of the Lifts. Let's finish this segment, and then we'll talk about King of the Lifts. All right, fuck fine. King of the Lifts. Yes. <laughs> and fucking Ryan Lapidat, scumbag motherfucker. I don't even care Yo, anymore. All right, before mm. Canadian sorry. piece of shit. Sorry, Peachy, for cutting <laughs> you off, but go ahead. Well, no, I was, I'm done. I want Joe to just go. Go, go, go. No, my, my, I'll do a raw and a quip because um, people, you know, you know, we've heard people say, you know, women's powerlifting, that's like underwater powerlifting. Basically saying it's not the same, but we don't believe that here on the Spicy PL, Cat, PL Podcast. I was super impressed. I honestly think it's probably the best total of the year is Taylor LaChapelle. Yep, I was just going to say yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Taylor LaChapelle. That was crazy. So American records just left and right. She's uh, so young, and she's basically like, if you look at her total, like she could win open worlds. Is it like yeah. a uh, 22, 23 year old? I think she hit an unofficial world record. Yeah. She's just absolute animal. Her, her lifts look really great. No question about stuff. I mean, she hit some grinders, What they were clean grinders. It was super impressive. So I really love that one. That that was a highlight for me. I was really excited that weekend. And then, uh, I Megatronus, man, Megatronus, yeah. He he rubbed me the wrong way with little stuff where he it seems like after the fact he did a little media tour which he's totally deserving of but he just he just not wasn't very humble and was talking r- really crazy stuff and and not respecting he's, he's Ray. He's young. He's young. He's young. I mean, I think mm. he will do the th- uh, do, do a lot in the sport of powerlifting but it's just the way to go about it, especially after you just triumphed, you know, just just you know, I, I, we don't know the guy, right? I'm sure he's a great guy. He's a young yeah, guy, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to accuse him of. He being did some a, really impressive yeah. shit, but you I think, think that, he went too hard on Ray. He went too hard. I think that maybe in his own mind, he is convinced that he's going to be the best, and he doesn't want to have Ray's performances be holding over him. Yeah. So I think that he's just thinking like, "Fuck Ray, I'm going to obliterate his shit." Yeah, he might have got goaded into saying some mindset. stuff too yeah. on King of the Lifts, but yeah. but uh, I thought you know, regardless. Um, I think his lifting and, you know, the 900-pound squat, it, it it was a really great squat. His bench is world-class. But, I mean, that deadlift just really looked – it looked great to me. I know a lot of people said stuff about down commands or slam it, whatever. I mean, just the strength to pull that. It's just – it's it's very rare. It's rare. He's, mm-hmm. he's a talent that is not going to come around very often. 
you know so i think that was super impressive i like that and yeah. he you yeah. said he's young right yeah and i feel like you know maturity is something that you develop oh, yeah. you know over the years anyways. we talked about yeah. this with sean yeah so yeah it's <laughs> tough he's a young guy and he's strong as fuck and yeah you, you know, know what if someone put a microphone at me like uh 10 years ago i would have fucking yeah just you're, went crazy you're like lifted the craziest total like of the <laughs> yeah. year and you know like you'd probably say some shit but like he said he wants to out total that guy that like the untested guy Peter petrus yeah the raw with raps like all time total yeah that, we, we've talked about this shit before right we've talked about tempting the powerlifting gods you that's know, that's, not, that's what it comes down to for me is the gods because even when i broke uh some of brian cyrus's american records um i'll still say to forever that brian cyrus is the best lifter i've ever fucking seen yeah. but yeah I, I beat some of his records i beat him pretty good but i mean gears come a long way trains come a long way um i'm much bigger than he was body weight wise and i just never would disrespect brian Siders and about lifting yeah. you know i'll break a record but that's it yeah, I think I think a lot of people tend to forget that, you know, like we have so much resources at like the palm of our hands now. You know, like if you want to learn anything about powerlifting, you can go on YouTube, you got yeah. books, you got ebooks, you know, like everything can just happen just like that versus back in the day. You know what I mean? These people didn't have like the supplementation, you know what I mean, the knowledge of body work that we currently know now because, you know, everything health wise is yeah. always getting better and better and better. There's a year. lot, but like Brian Siders may be one of the powerful gods. So just yeah. to, to, or Ray might be a god, you know, when he's gone. He might be an alien. He might be. But <laughs> to directly disrespect a lifter of the past, you know, it's just it just it gives you bad juju. And I I'm I'm not even worried about the lifter the lifters of the past and their juju. I'm worried about I'm worried about Megatronus's juju. I want yeah. him to be successful. We want his juju good. We, we want, want to see the some good crazy juju. Yeah. We don't <laughs> we want to see anything see bad. <laughs> we don't want to see anything we bad. We want good juju. We want good juju. Speaking of juju. King of the lifts, man. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. I saw, <laughs> yeah, we were we honestly took it easy on just someone who's just so uneducated and terrible about powerlifting and probably just is skimming money out of the powerlifting world by running a stupid ass podcast and an Instagram page and like we took it easy but after seeing you know if, if you you guys are out there and if you've made it this long to this episode I know you've been with us through the beginning you know our original like thumbnail was the lethal weapon movie poster with our hey. faces and like we came up with that and Alex put it together and it's funny because it was so like kind of like quickly done like it's part of the humor that we just yeah. kind of like cut out our faces through them on there it wasn't anything fancy um then to see some shit posted there they put their fucking like garrett fierce face on the lethal weapon movie poster like we were livid like yeah. come up with your own shit yeah, he put he put it on a story and like he I literally I, he like ripped us off yeah and alex dm'd him like hey is this new or is this old like could Did it he, be a coincidence yeah, we know we almost gave this stupid motherfucker benefit of the doubt and uh but he didn't answer alex because it's obviously probably you know it's culture he vulture us. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a he, culture vulture yeah, yeah. this guy when he is, doesn't respond you know he fucking ripped it off 100 percent. it's literally like this guy he just po he reposts good lifters and has built the following so hard work of doing that i guess so kudos to him for building the platform but he's literally uh a parasite just feeding off the blood. Yeah, and I'll say this. The, the reason why I've never liked this guy. He's developed the platform. Is so because him, he but. was attempting to be a popular lifter maybe 10 years ago, and he was just not good. Right? So he did, uh, like, America's Got Talent or Canada's Got Talent, and he did some, like, lists where, like, they put girls in, like, a wagon, and he lifted them, and they said it was, like, a world record. I remember watching that, by and the way. And it's just like, bro, you're literally making up world records so you can get attention. World and record, world You're record. taking, yeah, you're, like, trying to like cut the line in powerlifting like there's lifters who deserve shine and you're not one of them so don't go on tv and say you're a world record powerlifter you're a bum right so <laughs> that pissed me off and that was just a joke to me because that's all i knew him as and then years later i see that he's weaseled his way on the ipf media team and starting to announce a live stream at meets and i asked people in the know on the media team how the fuck is this possible and basically he begged and sucked dick until they just let him do it for free. Not literally. Oh my Not God. literally. But. No, maybe. 
Maybe. Debatably. There are some IPF execs <laughs> who I'm would. I'm not trying to get debatably. sued over here. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> this is all for entertainment, You want to suck dick, that's right? fine. I'm not even talking oh, about gender Oh, not that there's anything, anything wrong. Everybody have oh, a good no, time. Oh, no, I'm not talking about, you know, <laughs> the, you know poly. Yeah, gay, whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want. Just don't we don't sell care. yourself. Yeah. For, for To announce live streams. But not, anyway, you know, not that if you ever have listened to an IPF live stream, it's obvious <laughs> this guy does zero preparation, does not know anything about the lifters except a few lifters and honestly female lifters that he follows on Instagram because he's a little fucking creep. But he doesn't yeah. know. So like if you there's instances where he said Corolla Gara was a new lifter, but she meddled s- s- silver medalist from IPF Open Worlds and he had no idea who she was. That's just disgusting. Yeah. Um. There's well, other instances where he just loves raw. He doesn't know anything about open. There's other instances where he's he's just misquoted, has no idea what's going on, and he just yells into like I yell into the microphone all pod, but you know, I don't claim to be some media mogul. I just burped in the microphone, but uh, he just yells in the microphone and just does a really poor job. Knows nothing about the lifters, I, and I it's mean, just uh, it's just he shouldn't he shouldn't be anywhere near powerlifting, and. I listened to the podcast when, before we had Larry on to just do some research and make sure that we did something different with Larry, and they're just so bad. Mm. They're just so bad. Yeah. Their podcast I mean, sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I've listened to a couple of them, and like, or I've listened to like some other podcasts where kids are talking about getting on ESPN or whatever, like the rock, the, like the raw stars. You're about to say the rock cucks. <laughs> yeah. The rock cucks. <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that. But I was gonna say they all love him. They all love him as an announcer like, because oh, yeah, they want to get need... reposted. They all love him as a as a announcer. But like, uh, I I think it's just like he rubs us the wrong way because he doesn't know the history. He doesn't know. He seems like he's just he doesn't want to know. He doesn't care. Um, he ripped he ripped us off. He ripped, he ripped us, us off, off dude. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. He's <laughs> hey, mad. Yeah, I'm pissed. You know, just really quick. Um, I just kind of wanted to shoot something since we're talking about this. But um, if you are following, I guess, King of the Lifts and he's not giving you an education. If you remember uh, Sherman Ledford uh, from previous uh, podcast with the Spicy PL, me and Sherman Ledford are starting our own podcast called New School Meets Old school. Sick pod. Sick, dude. We're finding this out for the first time. Yeah. This so. is new. I mean, we were so excited to have Sherman. I was begging Joe. I was, yo, you know who we need to get on the pod? Sherman. That guy's yeah. a wealth of knowledge. He's got crazy stories. He's colorful. He'll say whatever the fuck he wants. Like he did. He's <laughs> he awesome. Did. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so I'm, ex- right. I'm excited if, about if this. You're, if you're kind of new to the pod, go back and listen to episode 18. Mm-hmm. Episode 18 with Sherman. Basically, I tried to ask Sherman, like, hey, man, because Sherman used to coach the open world team. James, for yeah. you know that, for yeah, a like few 10, years. 10 plus years. Yeah, but he, he coached it for a while, and I basically was trying to have a conversation with him about, hey, Sherman, like, how long did you coach the world team? Like, what years? And he was just like, Cap, <laughs> you don't really grind my gears. <laughs> Some people don't know who Gene Bell is. <laughs> 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 and then, like, the conversation just went crazy, but yeah. it was so good. And, like, just... The stuff he's seen in powerlifting is awesome. So check out episode 18, but bang. Yeah. So like I said, you know, if you're getting into powerlifting for the first time um, and if you feel like you're a newbie like me, um, even though I've been in the game for 10 years, I still feel like a newbie um, just for myself. In terms but of the if, history, the old yeah, school shit. Yeah. But if the you really want to learn a lot more about like powerlifting and someone who is, you know, probably the most passionate person in powerlifting, I mean, this guy... He's been coaching. He's run, you know, side businesses just to kind of sponsor and help out athletes. You know what I mean? And just one of the nicest guys. And if you want to learn about real powerlifting from kind of like when it began to now, the history, some of the best lifters that he's seen as he competed. And if you value his opinion, you know, as a 10 plus, you know, USAPL Open National Coach all the things that he's done, all the athletes that he's coached, such as, you know, Joe and myself. If you respect anything about what we do, then pay attention to that. We got an episode coming out soon. Um, and where's, where are you going to have it posted, man? Um, so you can follow Quest Nutrition on Facebook, or you could just follow uh, my Instagram and Facebook, uh, Mong Powerlifter. That's H-M-O-N-G Powerlifter on Instagram. And, and uh, I'm going to be posting 
a lot of stuff. Yeah, we'll link. We'll, we'll link. We'll it, put we'll links link below this uh, episode, Bang. We'll link. Yeah, it. that sounds awesome, man. I mean, you know, you're the only you're the only other pod I'm gonna be rooting for. Hey, appreciate that. Because we're 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 just pretty competitive people. We don't like anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, literally, just to hit the nail on the head, like what you guys are saying, you know, I feel like nowadays a lot of people are being very disrespectful when people talk about lifters that or just talk about things such as like the greatest lifter of all time, you know, yeah. and you don't Sean even, Noriega. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and these yeah, people was, don't even put, know the put him on the mural. Like, like I was watching a video of Johnny Candido and he was talking about how Ray Williams is the best power lifter ever. Yeah. It's and, not true. And it kind of makes me, I mean, it kind of irked me the wrong way, but again, no disrespect to Ray Williams, right? He's kind of like in his own realm, right? But if you don't know all the lifters that happened before, you know, like in the, what, the 80s and the 90s and the things that they had to overcome, the type of gear, the type of struggles that people uh, had to go through, the training and all that stuff, we are literally as good as we are because of them. Yeah. Well, it's like other sports, like, you know, baseball players are going to know who Babe Ruth is, right? Or like, mm. you yeah, know. Babe Ruth gets smoked if he played today. Well, maybe, you don't know maybe that. not. I don't know about that. No, yeah, I don't think his so, hot bro. dog eating belly, getting like fucking. I mean, we can talk about Trav on and uh, Prince Fielder still hit dingers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yo, Babe Ruth Bartolo would get Colon. smoked. I don't think so. If he played baseball, See, you're a disrespectful away. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you're Yo, a disrespectful yeah, you're, motherfucker. Uh, so you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I babe, mean, my my I, point. I never said Babe Ruth isn't one of the greatest, but I'm saying if he brought him today, he yeah. Would but get see, the problem with saying that is, what if he had the same knowledge that all these new kids got? And he Maybe. had, and he had all the resources that people have nowadays. I what mean, Babe Ruth's kind of like us. He liked drinking beers, slurping down hot dogs. <laughs> I started drinking beers <laughs> mid-workout <Smoking> today. So <laughs> smoking <laughs> cigarettes, yeah. between that bats. Yeah. I mean, I guess my my point is literally just like you know, if you think about like even track, you know, are athletes nowadays getting faster, or is it just the fact that the tracks are becoming better, shoes are becoming better? Yeah. You know, training and everything is better because oh, yeah. if you really think Genetic about it, pools. Yeah, some of the stuff that people were doing way back in the day is still hard to beat today. So imagine like Bob Hayes running now with Bob all the Hayes. stuff we got. Sherman loves Bob Hayes. Yeah, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think some of it has to do with, uh, you know, the fact that in not so recent history, people didn't have the luxury of doing sports. You know, they had to work after school or they had to start providing for right. their family, whatever. So, you know, now that we have, as a society, we're just a little bit more fortunate to be able to do yeah. these activities, you know, yeah. that but, might bring some of it out too. But the genetic pool of people that are able yeah, to participate get more popular. Yeah. in these yeah. different sports, like the, the amount of people that could play baseball when they're a kid back in 1920. Well, there's people out there who think Mike Teixeira invented powerlifting training. It's just not true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, we're talking. We're I guess we're talking about like comparing the old versus. Yeah, the listen, but, I don't even know how yeah, to yeah. get here. I don't, Fuck King of the Lifts. <laughs> he doesn't well, know it's, the history. It's about education. Yeah. If Fuck you want to learn the history, that's, that's the idea. Check <laughs> out Vang and Sherman's podcast. Let's okay, go. Okay, watch out for episode one. We'll link it when it comes out. Yeah, we'll shout um, out. Yeah, man. But like, I want to eat and gamble. So <sighs> we're degenerates, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we we uh, we train more. tonight. We trained tonight, and then uh, we wanted to get you a podcast because everybody was everybody was hungry and they were thirsty for the pod. And I hope this satiated you. <laughs> I think it was a good one, man. I I, I thought it was fun. Vang's here. Vang's coming. Yeah. We got Vang. You know, Vang's got to do a lot of work on our messed up bodies. <laughs> hey, that's what <laughs> I'm here for. <laughs> we got to go eat some food. Um, I guess before we go eat, uh, let me kind of put a, a shameless plug. Go for oh, it. Go man. for it. Yeah. Every so, guest gets a plug, man. So, you know, um, again, with the podcast, um, Sherman and Quest Nutrition, we're coming out with some new products, um, especially, you know, in the first, I guess, quarter of the year. We're coming out with like a new pre-workout. Yeah, what's going on? Um, and we're we're going to be coming out with um, a new branch chain amino acids product. Okay. So if you already like hardcore and some of the benefits that it does with your recovery, uh, look forward to the pre-workout and BCAs. Again, this is like a an old school power lifter trying to put together the right ingredients to help you out as a lifter. Like he's not the the reason why I say it like that is because um, he's so passionate about powerlifting that he wants to see people succeed. 
So when he thinks about like the ingredients and all these things, he's like literally trying to make you the best person that you can be. Uh, so when you think about like body work, right, you want to get body work from a person that knows what they're doing in conjunction with what you're doing. So when you think about supplements, I guess you can say it's the same thing. Uh, when you think about like pre-workouts and stuff where people just, you know, nowadays just kind of throwing a whole bunch of caffeine and stuff like that into their pre-workouts and people get jittery off the beta alanine and stuff like that. And they don't even understand why they're taking the pre-workout. Yeah. I like it when my face feels like it's Yeah, we melted. get high. Yeah. <laughs> so again, you know, with Quest Nutrition, uh, pay attention to um, some of the things that we're going to be putting out. Pay attention to the podcast and all the new products that we got coming out. Um, and again, you know, if you need anything powerlifting wise, um, check out quest-nutrition.com. Um, and we got a lot of things coming in. So just check out yeah. the website and, uh, we're going to be updating it, you know, day by day. So or just hit up Vang, man. Yeah. yeah we'll just, just, Vang, just go message me. Business. Yo, Vang, these, this new, these new supplements, you're going to, you're going to get us some samples. Yo, we yeah. Gonna, yeah. We're going to have to try some on the pod. I want to so be the guinea pig. The moment we get them, <laughs> the moment yourself. we get them, uh, there's a good chance. Spicy PL is going to be the first people to get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Let's you know, go. we're going to we'll like, try it out. you know, one of the things that make, um, you know, the pre-workout nitrous is what we're going to call it is good. It's because um, we're adding things like um, glycerol. Ah. So again, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but caffeine is um, what caffeine does is it kind of like releases um, like your liquid. Yeah, it's a, it's a diuretic. diuretic. So it releases a lot of water and stuff like that. Mm. So when you take a pre-workout and you're trying to hit a heavy squat, but you got to go pee, you know, or you're not like retaining the water that you could be because a human being is like what 70 percent water and if you're already dehydrated that's not going to work well for you so sherman kind of you know has his own little you know concoction of how he's putting the pre-workout ingredients together to kind of help you know athletes who are weight cutting so imagine a person like me who's trying to cut weight and we got a water load and then when we show up we make weight we're literally dehydrated So the pre-workout is going to help you not only get stronger while you live, but it'll also help you retain water. That's smart, man. That's awesome, really smart. Man. In the yeah. bodybuilding world, you don't want to hold water. You don't want to be watery. But in the powerlifting world, you want to be bloated. Especially <laughs> when you're wearing <laughs> gear. want to be you fat. A little bloat. Yeah, yeah, listen, man. Sherman's always been an innovator. I mean, even if, if you've, you've tried hardcore, you know there's the effervescent fizz. And Sherman was the first person to put the effervescence in a glutamine supplement because glutamine, the 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 uptake of glutamine is increased. Studies have actually shown this increase with the effervescent fizz. He's like Willy Wonka powerlifting yes. supplements. So now we're gonna have a caffeine, you know, a pre workout that has you know some caffeine, but also has yep, you know, something to counteract the effects of caffeine because Sherman is just ahead of the game and he's not you know, just pumping out generic supplements and marketing them like the other supplement companies. It's all about the marketing. So you go spend your money. You know, Sherman's making one of a kind supplements. So, yeah. And he even like, you know, if you have like a bottle of hardcore, you know, he even tells you like, you know, based off of your body weight or what you're trying to do, either cut, maintain, or like increase weight, he'll kind of like recommend like a baseline for you as an athlete. That way you don't have to just buy a product and expect it to be good because of the brand. And I feel like a lot of people, they, they tend to follow trends and brands versus what's actually in the product. So instead of 500 milligrams of caffeine in one scoop, how do you know how much you're actually taking uh, within each scoop or each serving, right? And Sherman will just pretty much put it on the label and let you know like, hey, if you're 150, maybe this is the recommended amount and you try it and see if it works for you. And if you want to know if his recommendations are good, you can just follow my powerlifting career and you can kind of see the success that I've had uh, just following some of his uh, advice. So keep that in mind. So, I mean, I see here, like, um, there's no proprietary blends, right? No. Nothing. Nothing Nothing's proprietary, right? No proprietary blends. Like, back in the day, I remember you'd go to GNC, there'd be some guy in a tight polo and a poster Jay Cutler on the wall, and they try to sell you all this shit. With it's proprietary. all proprietary blends. I mean, r- recent times, I think people are getting more hip to hip to supplements. There's more stuff on the internet, so like people are putting stuff that's been researched and proven dosages, and they're not putting proprietary blends. But hardcore's been around for a long ass time. Yeah. Yep. And Sherman never fucked with that stuff. No. He always put what was in the product, the amount. He tests the products himself. He tests it yep. himself, and he's been doing it forever. This isn't like he's 
getting in the scene. He's he's made hardcore for a long time. Yeah, I mean, kind of like what I'm saying. You know, like if you look at some of the best lifters, like Brian Siders and Wade Hooper, and listen, these guys, Dave Ricks all, and Tony yeah. Harris drink it. They all I mean, take yeah. hardcore. I, yeah, Your favorite lifters drink it. Sound like too much of a plug, but we got Van, we got Vang. Yeah. We got Vang here. We got Vang here. You know, they're our they're our main sponsors, so they they're supporting the podcast. So by by you know supporting them, you're supporting us, and 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 we do believe it. You know, hardcore is good shit. Like I drink that stuff. Babel <laughs> sprayed it all over the kitchen the other night. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. honestly, like I take different things. Like I, I I don't take too many supplements. I used to take a shitload of supplements. You know, all types. Don't but even get into this. Shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the no. supplements you were taking when no. you were bodybuilding. Lifetime natty, dude. <laughs> But I mean, like we've all—if you've been in the powerlifting and, and like bodybuilding game for a, like the last ten years, you know how supplements have kind of evolved. But you know, his his shit's been solid yeah, for man. twenty plus years, forever. And, and I know? feel like you know when you think about supplement brands, you have to like see if they stand the test of time. You know, and Sherman's been in the game for like thirty plus years. His supplementation and stuff like that's been around for twenty plus years. So listen, you, man, I'll, I'll let you in it. on a little <laughs> secret. And the last word on Sherman is. Sherman has many successful businesses, and he doesn't need to have a supplement company, but he wants to. Yeah, and he he really is passionate about. It. So that's all you need to know. It's not, you know, he's he crushes it in business, you know, in in many things, and he does this because he he wants to stay involved in powerlifting, and that and that's really all you need to know. So, again, check it check it out, Bang. Check out yes, uh, Quest website, quest-nutrition.com. Yeah. Tell him spicy sent you. Tell him spicy sent you. Yeah. yeah. Spicy. <laughs> enough, yeah, enough, of the, enough of the plug-in, man. I think everybody knows where it's at. Yeah, that's um, what's up. We're going to go eat some food. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. As always, you know, like it, share it, let your friends know. Um, we're picking up steam here. Um, let us know, like, if you have suggestions for who you want to hear on the pod got questions always i have kirk karwaski's phone number i just gotta execute we have (laughs) (laughs) we have to execute like we got his email we're talking to him and he went he went dark he He went went dark dark. so we're trying to get kirk on we're we're t- I mean, we want Dave Hoff on. Oh my oh, god! Oh, dude, that that's another so conquest. I mean, we there's some there's some names that we we definitely want on there. We we're gonna get J Mike on. Um. So yeah, as always, um, uh, bitly dot com slash spicy pl. Let's um. I'll put the link there. You know, give us a follow on Instagram. We're get, we got our handles on there. Um. Give James a follow. Check out Quest, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Later. Peace out. Time to eat.